Welcome to People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. This edition of People Tech is brought to you by JobSync, an integration platform that helps build hiring workflow solutions. They reduce friction during the hiring process, resulting in more applications in your ATS, a shorter time to hire, and a better ROI. Learn more at www.jobsync.io. I'm talking today with Alex Murphy, JobSync CEO. Alex, it's great to see you. Tell me just uh, in a few sentences, if you just tell me a little bit about what is JobSync, what do you do? So uh, JobSync at its core is a, an integration platform where we help companies build hiring workflow solutions. And so it tends to start at the top of the funnel with where companies source applicants and we help facilitate bringing a, uh, a much reduced friction application process uh, to deliver the application into the hiring system used by the employer, helping them get significantly more applications per dollar spent, big ROI, et cetera. And let's step back and sort of talk about the, the industry right now, meaning, I'm sorry, the, the whole job market really. Um, what are some of the biggest hiring challenges that you think are facing employers today? Well, hiring challenges, I think, I mean, there's, there are a number of different ways to kind of cut it. I, I think that the market is not a bell curve right now. The market in, as a whole is kind of like barbell. There's a big segment of the market where there's no hiring taking place. And there's another big segment of the market where there's an extraordinary amount of, of hiring taking place. And uh, that dynamic is, is difficult to manage because of all the current, you know, macro conditions around, you know, start with the pandemic, lead into the economic impact of slowing things down, uh, pausing the economy in the spring, and then the ripple effect that that's had through the year. The follow-on effect of that is, is that there's just a lot of fear in the, in the job seeker world Fear means people don't move, right? And so you have this odd circumstance where a million plus people are entering into the uh, unemployment roles week after week after week with very high unemployment, coupled with a lack of job search activity. And that, that dynamic is unusual for past economic slowdowns. And so companies are having to figure out how to do more with less how to engage and find candidates to just at the very, very top of the funnel and how to engage with them going through that funnel and how to stay in touch and, and connected with them to how to, you know, build confidence to, uh, to actually, you know, continue through the application process and to interviews. So I, I think it's, I think, you know, in a, in a summary statement, it's the market is full of fear and anxiety and mm -hmm. that slows everything down. It it's, creates its own form of friction. Consequently, companies need to figure out ways to remove friction and how, you know, ways to engage uh, in, with their, their candidate pipeline, if you will, uh, in a way that helps facilitate that relationship building to the degree to which that it can. Now, what does all that mean for the job search process? I mean, when you, you talk about there's more, more people in the labor market, employees are having to do more with less doesn't that create more of a sort of complicated process for them or, or a more challenging process? On the candidate side? Both sides. 
Yeah. So on the, well, I'll start with the candidate side. I think that there, there are a couple of different things. We run a round table uh, every week and, and a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the job scams that are out there. And so candidates have to be on the lookout for people misrepresenting and misusing job postings as, as methods to engage and scam people. So that's, that's a heightened thing. On top of that, you know, not in the scam category, but maybe in the not as not as great for the candidate side are people that are just using job postings to build a pipeline of prospective candidates that they might reach out to someday. So candidates are wasting their time on some job openings or job postings uh, that aren't going to facilitate helping them get to that application. And then, you know, once they do find find a company that they want to apply to, frequently the TA team was thinned out in the spring. And so now they're trying to hire lots of people. If the company, let's say, is is in one of those categories where they were, let's say, offline for a couple of months and now they're coming back. So maybe they had to furlough a bunch of employees. So now the, the recruiting and HR team is doing double duty to bring back those furloughed employees and also recruit new people while having fewer people to do it. And so now the candidate is submitting their application. They're not hearing back as fast. There's a longer process on the recruiter side. They're obviously under a lot of stress. And so that's just a a cocktail of not awesomeness all the way around. And then on on the recruiter side with the TA team, they are often thinned out, right? So uh, I was chatting with uh, in a parallel industry in the mortgage mortgage industry, that mortgage industry thought that that everything was over in March, and then who knew the Federal Reserve would step in and and start supporting buying mortgages, and now more, the mortgage business is booming. And I think that recruiting is kind of like that too. I hear you know here on the street that the big job boards like Indeed and ZipRecruiter and so forth are having their best months ever in August and September. You would never think that. That was, that was never the case coming out of recessions in the past. Uh, it took years uh, for job boards to catch up as far as having uh, a great business model. So it's, it's this anxiety, stress, couple everything else that's happening in a macro environment, fewer people to help you along the way, higher expectations. Uh, it just makes it more difficult for the recruiter. Again, kind of comes back to having really great structure and really great processes will be the thing that wins the day for them. Okay. Can automation help with that? I mean, if they have to streamline their processes and can, can you talk about that for a bit? Sure. Automation is a required component of your process today. If you want to really get ahead, uh, if you want probably even better way to put it, if you just want to stay above water. Uh, but I don't think it's automation in like, I'll say in the revolutionary change the world ways, rather just automation in some of the simple things, right? So using the automation in your ATS for doing things like communicating with candidates as they advance through the hiring stages uh, so that you can communicate with them that they're, that they're there, that they've been evaluated, that they're being advanced, or if they're no longer under consideration, communicate with them using some automated form of of messaging, be it from email or SMS or, or, or whatever your, your flavor is, if you will. Automation around some of the scheduling, in particular the phone scheduling. And you know things like 
like here's a simple one that that everybody should hopefully be doing at this point, but I think it's just it's really uh, the, one of the greatest examples. Using a service like Calendly to plug in your calendar so you can send a link and say, schedule a time that's convenient for you. That is automation. It's taking your calendar and making it visible to this prospective candidate that then they can then plug in when they want to chat. And you don't have to get involved with, well, I'm free on Tuesday at one and three and Thursday at 4.30. And then you go back and forth nine times, cut all of that messaging out and just let them plug in and set the time. Those little simple things are, are big wins. Um, I like the, I like the saying that, you know, culture eats strategy and there's a book called Loon Shots, a guy who wrote it, Selfie Bacall says structure eats culture. So if you set that structure up properly where you're using some of these simple automation tools that will make you get much further, much faster. Now, they also, I think, improve the experience of the candidate, which in turn means more candidates get the word about your company and that it's a good place to apply. Um, so is that important? I mean, if, if, if this automation leads to an increased application rate, is that sort of icing on the cake or is that a, a means to an end? How should people look at that? This kind of gets at the core of what we do as a business around facilitating the connection between the job sites the companies use and the hiring systems that companies use to extract the application, pull it out of the ATS and take it up to where the candidate is. So by way of example, uh, instead of having the candidate find your job on Indeed or on Facebook or on ZipRecruiter or Monster or wherever, and then leave the job site where they have a profile and the resume and everything else and have to go to your ATS, which is the 25th ATS that they've been on in the last two weeks, uh, to fill out all the same kind of profile information and kind of navigate their way through what is commonly a, a bit of a difficult process, have that application take place up on the job site. We call it that a native application experience. So where they can answer all the screening questions, all the compliance questions like the EEO questions and diversity questions, upload their, their resume and do so all within the platform that they're on. It's kind of like the Amazon experience that we all have. Mm -hmm. If you go search for a uh, you know, bag of Starbucks coffee on, on Amazon, there are 50 different sellers that are providing that bag of Starbucks coffee, including Amazon, that you could buy it from. But you have one cart, you have one search experience, and you can check out you know, pretty seamlessly using your existing Amazon account. Well, the same thing is true in job searching. Whether you're on Facebook, Monsters, ZipRecruiter, Indeed, or any of them, you can reuse your profile if you have a native application experience on your job postings embedded in that job. And that's what we help facilitate with complicated enterprise ATSs. Hmm. And so that experience, that Amazonification experience of applying for a job on the job site is exactly what the candidate is, is expecting because that's exactly what they're experiencing with other industries, be it commerce, or travel, or real estate, or anywhere. They expect to have this kind of one simple platform experience and to be able to go through end to end and not have to leave. That results in 
a whole bunch of benefits to not just the candidates, a materially better candidate experience, but to the company, it means that your dollars are much more effective. It means that your jobs are seen by more people on these, on these job sites. It means that you have higher conversion rates. So if 100 people view the job on the job site and 20 of them convert into applicants versus 20 of them leaving the job site and then 5% of those converting, you get anywhere from like five to eight, 10 times more applicants per job posting, in essence, per dollar spent, which is a huge value to the, to the company. Sure. Now, I, I know that one of your clients just won an ROI award. Can you tell me about that and how does this all tie in? So uh, the name of the company is Headway. They're an RPO using Indeed. Uh, and the research company is called Nucleus Research. And Nucleus did a, uh, a lot of deep diving into what Headway's workflow looked like, what their processes looked like, what their outcomes were before and after uh, using JobSync. And what they found was that they were able to get a blend of more reach. So they got three times more applicants at a much lower cost per applicant. And that then that resulted in time savings by the recruiters. And ultimately, uh, Headway and others then see a faster time to hire. Uh, so when they were measuring the ROI, they really looked at cost savings. But the extension of that is when you, when you are getting uh, faster time to slate of candidates, if you will, right? So you get n number of candidates, you really want to get down to the to the final list that you want to evaluate. We would call that the slate of candidates, it's a common, common way to put it. That getting to that slate as fast as possible allows you to then make the hiring decision and have the person start as soon as possible. When you compress the time to hire down, that pays dividends on a compound basis into the future because that person's always there a week longer than they would have been otherwise. So that pays out over time with the, with the hiring company for months and, and literally can do, do so for years. Great. Well, Alex, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. I've been talking with Alex Murphy, the CEO of JobSync. JobSync's the sponsor of this edition of People Tech. To learn more about how its system streamlines hiring workflows, saves time and money, visit www.jobsync.io. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media by hosting journalists who will answer the questions to which we need answers. Join me every Friday to hear more. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. 
Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.